Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Just like you, I'm an independent retail business owner. I love the home decor and gift boutique I co-own with my sister, but I don't want it to consume me or my life. Join me each week as I share lessons learned, helpful tips, and valuable information for your retail business and life. Whether you're buying your products or making your products, whether you're a 25K business or a $2.5 million business, I'm on a mission to help indie retailers work less, profit more, and grow. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 158 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast my first Las Vegas market visit, and what I learned. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. So my intention for this episode is exactly what the title says. It's to share about my first visit to the Las Vegas market and some things I learned that could be helpful to you if you plan on visiting or revisiting a market there in the future. I posted on Instagram quite a bit while I was in Vegas, partly because I had a little more time than usual, You see, when I attend America's Mart in Atlanta every January, I'm there to buy with my sister. We tackle pretty much a full year of buying in about five days. So it is a no-nonsense trip, and I don't have much time for play or posting. I do squeeze quite a bit in while I'm there, but I just don't have extra time. We have fun, don't get me wrong, but you know, I'm super busy on that Atlanta trip. If you want to listen to my recent America's Mart episode, we'll link it in the show notes. That was episode 154. Again, I just want to say it one more time. It was episode 154 if you want to scroll down in your podcast app and listen to that one too. Anyhow, I'm mentioning Instagram for a reason. I want to kick this this episode off by giving a shout out to DB Imports. That's D like David, B like boy. DB Imports. Renee, and I'm not sure of her title at DB, but she reached out to me via DM on Instagram when she saw I was at the Las Vegas market. She told me she's familiar with the podcast and asked me to stop by their showroom. And Maureen, my friend Maureen, who was with me, we stopped by. Now, Renee wasn't actually there at the showroom, but we met Brandon, who's the owner, and his designer, Carter. Brandon told me he's grateful that I've referred store owners to their business. So let me explain that. I have DB Imports listed in my Tools of the Trade resource guide. This is a free guide for any shopkeeper who signs up for my newsletter. They'll get this guide, and it's filled with software, tools, equipment, display pieces, companies that you can order display pieces from. It's the resource guide that I wish someone would have given me nine years ago when my sister and I opened up our store. It just would have helped me narrow down instead of going down that rabbit hole of Google trying to figure out where do I buy something from, which software is going to be helpful to me as a retail store owner. Now, I have DB Imports in the resource guide, not because I'm an affiliate. I've actually never met them. I added them because I knew the company had quality displays because we see their showroom in Atlanta. And because I knew several shopkeepers had ordered from them in the past and they were happy. Anyhow, Brandon, the owner, mentioned listening to the podcast while Maureen and I were in there talking, talking to them. And I was almost quick to dismiss what he said. I 
And personally, I thought maybe he was just being nice. But boy, did he prove me wrong. He summarized in pretty good detail my America's Mart podcast episode. Brandon went on to tell me that he appreciates that my episodes are succinct, to the point, and they don't have fluff. And I thought, damn, he does listen. (laughs) So shout out to Brandon and his team at DB Imports for appreciating the work that I do, for appreciating the podcast, for listening, and for inviting me to their showroom to meet them. I thought it was really, really sweet, and, and it was genuine, and I really appreciated that. And of course, off of that, let me explain who Maureen is. Maureen, you might have heard me mention her in previous podcast episodes, especially around the retreat. She is my right-hand woman at the retreat. She is not an employee of Savvy Shopkeeper. She is local in my area. We became friends. We met through my store. She also has a retail business She owns the CoLab events, which I've talked about where I I host the the vision board workshop, and she runs Home for the Holidays. It's a pop-up shop just around the Christmas season. Both of her businesses are in Lakewood, Ohio. I'm sure some of you have heard me mention her before. She's also a Master Shopkeepers member, but I have to mention her because we, throughout the past few years, we've talked about market events, and she's so curious about these market events. We, again, we talk about this a lot, the market events in Master Shopkeepers, and she's been wanting to check one out. So I invited her to go with me to Vegas so that she could explore. And it was so much fun. So thank you, Maureen, for being my travel buddy and for having fun with me in Vegas and for exploring and getting me actually to go back to the market for a second full day, which was I wasn't expecting. But she wanted to go back. So of course, I was like, all right, I'm in, let's go. So let's get into the details about Vegas market. And there's no way I can cover it all in 20 minutes on this podcast episode. But these were some things that I found interesting. So the size of Vegas market, to put things into perspective, Vegas market is approximately 5 million square feet. This is from Google research. America's Mart is approximately 7 million square feet. So neither one of these venues are tiny by any means, right? These are substantial sized buildings. And this one actually caught me by surprise because in my mind, Vegas wasn't this big in square footage. In my mind, the market venue was just, I don't know, I just thought it was going to be so small and it wasn't at all. It was much bigger in square footage than I expected. This episode is brought to you by my free resource, 100 plus social media ideas and prompts for retail store owners. It's easy to get into a rut with social media marketing and not know what to post about. Get this 21 page downloadable resource filled with a list of long ideas so you can be inspired to post and market your brick and mortar store. Visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash 100 ideas. That's the number 100 and the word ideas all together. SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash 100 ideas and sign up for my newsletter to get the list. Second thing that I want to talk about is transportation. Now, let me let me say I made a mistake. <laughs> I made a rookie mistake. Maybe I'll blame it on jet lag. 
But for whatever reason, on the first day that we went to market, I didn't even consider a shuttle. It was so weird. And we were staying in a hotel that we booked through the Las Vegas market website. So I knew it was um, a, a hotel that was affiliated with the Las Vegas market. And that normally means that they provide a shuttle. So it was kind of a dumb moment for me. Anyhow, taking the Uber wasn't the mistake or the problem. It's the rules around Ubers in Vegas that was just a little bit different. We had to walk to another area outside of our hotel to catch the Uber. And then the Ubers weren't allowed to drop us off in front of market. They had to go like one block over to this empty parking lot. And then we had to walk over and it was raining in the morning. So it wasn't the most convenient Not a big deal, but not nearly as convenient as the shuttle service, right? I just sit here and shake my head. I can't believe I did that. It's kind of funny. So speaking of the shuttles, if you are staying at a, I don't know if it's the right word is participating hotel, but if you're staying at a hotel that's associated with Las Vegas market, for sure, grab the shuttle service. It was super convenient. You can get information. There's a whole flyer that they provided us from the concierge at the hotel. You can get the flyer with all of the details about the shuttle service. And of course, with the shuttle, then you're you're dropped off closer at the big main entrance of the market. All the shuttles are lined up at like 4 p.m. So that's the first trip back to the hotels. Um, And it just made it really, really easy. And they're free. So it's a no-brainer. Uh, We just won't mention the very unfriendly shuttle driver that Maureen had to experience. (laughs) We're just going to leave that out of this story. All that to say, hands down, if you can get a shuttle from your hotel, do it. It's free and it's easy. All right, next one, the buildings at Las Vegas Market. You need to first understand that it's made up of one exposition center, an expo center, and then three buildings. I think it was buildings A, B, and C. So Maureen and I started in what's known as the temporaries. And I've, ta- I've talked about this in the America's Mart episode. We started in the temporaries. I really like that the temps were all located in the expo center. And that's just one big exposition area. I will say that it was really cold. But I think it's because it was unseasonably cold in Vegas just my luck. I really wanted 70 degree weather, but that wasn't the case. So the Expo Center for me, it was cold, colder than I would have liked, but it was so easy to navigate. And I loved, I have to add this side note, I loved Maureen's reaction when we walked in the Expo Center and she saw all of the booths and all of the displays. And it reminded me how incredible a market event can be for newbies you know, when you first walk in and see all of it. She was in awe and so excited to explore. And it made the experience really fun for me too. So regarding the buildings, because this is a newer facility than America's Mart, and I didn't confirm that, but I'm pretty sure this was built, the Las Vegas market was built at least 20 years later would be my guess after America's Mart. It did feel more modern and fresh, Lots of open white space. And I personally liked that. A fellow shopkeeper said, I think when we were at market, they said, it doesn't feel cave-like like America's Mart. And I really think she hit the nail on the head with that. 
Um, the escalators also felt safer. And if you've been to America's Mart on a market during a market week, you know what I mean. I mean, those escalators get packed. I've seen a couple of close calls and scary incidents on those escalators, especially at the end of a busy day when everyone's leaving. Um, another shopkeeper mentioned a lack of restrooms, and I didn't necessarily feel this way, but what we did notice was a lack of signage to help direct us to the restrooms. Every floor had um, restrooms, and I think maybe even more than one set of restrooms, but we struggled with signage um, to direct us to the restrooms. All right, next thing that I want to talk about are the temporaries. So there were some temporary vendors set up that I really enjoyed visiting. And I don't really have much to say about them, but I just want to mention them because I liked engage. We liked, I should say, because Maureen was with me. We liked engaging with them. We liked having conversations with them. And we'll try to link their websites in the show notes. But these are all family-owned businesses or woman-owned woman businesses. And getting to meet the person who runs the business and hear their story and for a couple of these, it was like the it was the packaging that really caught my attention too. I just really enjoyed chatting with them. So the three vendors at the temporaries that I liked were Twisted Tomboy. Um, I believe those were candles. Now I wish I would have looked it up <laughs> before I recorded this. But Twisted Tomboy, Golden Slipper, those for sure were candles, custom candles. And I think I think they're in Nashville, but maybe originally from Ohio, the family was. And then Near Modern Disaster. And this particular brand was funny. And the designer, she was fantastic. And she designed her own custom font that was on all of her merchandise. So I'll, I'll list them again. Twisted Tomboy, Golden Slipper, and Near Modern Disaster. Now, of course, in the temporaries, there are hundreds of vendors these were just three that stood out to me that I thought um, would be nice if I mentioned them on the podcast. I haven't ordered from them. I should add that too. So I don't have experience ordering from them, but I did enjoy hearing their stories and talking to them and their brands caught my attention. All right, showrooms. I did notice some of the big showrooms in Atlanta, um, some of the, the, the popular vendors like a creative co-op. The showrooms in Vegas are felt smaller than the size of the showrooms that they have in Atlanta, which probably not a surprise considering America's Mart is 2 million more square feet than Las Vegas. So for me, the merchandising displays didn't have the same wow factor all the time. But again, if you've never been to America's Mart and you go to Vegas, you'll still be wowed. They still had some incredible displays, still inspired, all of that good stuff. But aside from the size of the showrooms, again, I, I felt like it was the same. This episode is brought to you by the Savvy Shopkeeper Quiz. As a shopkeeper myself, I've learned that there are action steps we can take during specific stages on our retail journeys that help us create efficiency and improve profitability so we can grow. But first it helps to know which stage you're in so I can help you determine what to focus on. Sign up for my newsletter and take the quiz to find out which shopkeeper stage you're in. You'll get a helpful Savvy Shopkeeper roadmap with a list of helpful podcast episodes and two free resources 
for where you currently are in your journey. If you want to take the quiz, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash quiz. Next is internet. That was a big question. Does Las Vegas market have free Wi-Fi? And they do. And with the volume of people there, the service wasn't always great, but it did work. And I appreciate free Wi-Fi. Next thing that I want to talk about are vendors. This is probably one question that I got the most because when I was in Vegas and I was sharing stories and posts and having conversations with master shopkeepers there that we kept running into in the showrooms, one of the questions I kept getting was, does Vegas market have the same number of vendors as America's Mart? That's so hard for me to say. I really don't know. There are just too many for me to be able to answer this question. Yes, I saw some brands I never heard of at Vegas Market, and I saw plenty of familiar vendors that I I know from America's Mart, even if I don't buy from those vendors, you know, some of the common names that I've seen, a lot of them were at Vegas Market too, but I would really need all the data and a spreadsheet to do a full comparison to be able to tell you that. So I can't really answer that question, but I didn't feel like there was a There weren't enough vendors in Las Vegas to order from. I never felt like that at all. If I was there as a buyer, I would have had plenty of opportunity to buy. Next one is food and beverage. Really, just like America's Mart, this was a bit disappointing. Long lines, pricey vendors, some were running out of food. But sometimes when I'm there, like I just want a hot meal and we did stop at one and we waited in line and we ordered our food and it was good. But again, like I would say a third of their menu was sold out. They also had food trucks on the main floor outside of the main entrance, but I was too cold to go outside. (laughs) I'm a freeze baby and I was not going out there. I recommend connecting with your reps and the vendors that you order from on a regular basis so maybe that you can get food tickets because there were vendors who were providing lunch to their buyers or visit the showrooms where they are serving lunch. Not everyone requires a ticket, but connect with your sales reps and see if they're serving lunch and then you know make your schedule around that just to make sure that you're fed and not hangry, <laughs> which can happen. And so you're just not like snacking all day. Sometimes we just need um, a good meal, right? Or that could be just me. Another nice perk was there was a free happy hour where they were serving cocktails on some of the floors. I don't know if it was every floor. It was it was usually near the escalators. And I think this ran from 4 to 6 p.m. I don't know if I've ever really seen this at America's Mart. And again, I could be wrong. I am not an expert at markets. But I believe the happy hour was hosted by the Vegas market itself. And I thought that was nice that they did that for the people, you know, for all the buyers at the end of the day. The next thing I want to mention is I hosted a master shopkeepers happy hour. Speaking of happy hour, right? So I hosted a master shopkeepers meetup at the lobby bar in the Circa Hotel, and it was so much fun. Thank you. If you're someone that attended that meetup, thank you for joining me and Maureen at the bar to have a cocktail or a mocktail. I know market days are long and exhausting, so I sincerely appreciate it when group members show up to connect in person and to have conversations and to share information. That always happens for sure. We're like, did you hear about this? Or did you see this? Or do you know about this deal? 
We share all of that information and that's valuable, especially if you have another day or two left at market. You can go back and you know, use that knowledge to your advantage. Use that information to your advantage. There was another thing I wanted to say. I was worried that, you know, in the Circa, you're in, in Vegas, so it's the total Vegas vibe in those hotels. I was worried that it was just going to be too loud and obnoxious in the middle of the casino at the bar, but it was actually perfect. It was a small group. We all sat on these cool, swanky sofas and stools, and, and we just hung out. Um, I think it was about two or three hours, so it was really fun. All right, next one, probably the most popular question that I got throughout my stay there from all over was, do I prefer Atlanta, America's Mart, or Las Vegas Market? And this surprises me, but I think I'd have to say Las Vegas Market. I just really liked the overall vibe. And that's not because it's Vegas. I'm not a big Vegas person. I think the last time I was in Vegas was 20 years ago. However, I should add that we will still go to America's Mart for several reasons, because of proximity. You know, part of it is when my sister and I travel there to America's Mart in January, we fly, but in a pinch, we can hop in the car and drive there. So if something, if our flight were to get canceled or anything like that, it would be easy to get to, easy-ish to get to Atlanta versus we would, wouldn't hop in a car and drive to Vegas. Other factor is time zone. I'm not going to have jet lag going down to Atlanta. It's in the same time zone. And, and probably the size. I mean, there are, are most likely, because of the size, more vendors. And I like the bigger showrooms with the wow factor. Um, but really, I would say I would lean more into the reasons I still go to Atlanta is because of proximity and the, and the time zone. But what I really liked about Las Vegas Market was just the more modern space. It was easy to navigate between buildings A, B, and C and the Expo Center. You can go to America's Mart, and even after all these years of buying at America's Mart, I can still kind of get lost and not know exactly where I'm going. So Atlanta or uh, Las Vegas Market was easier to navigate. So what's next for me? Dallas Market. Now, I'm not sure I'll make it there this year, but it is on my to-do travel list because that's, you know, one of the top three markets that most of the people that listen to this podcast or in Master Shopkeepers attend. I want to go, go there and get the lay of the land and come back and share another episode like this so it could be helpful to you. I hope these episodes that I'm doing on the markets are helpful. If you have any other questions, if you're like, okay, Kathy, I listened to the America's Mart episode and I've listened now to the Las Vegas Market episode, but I still have questions, please DM me on Instagram. My username is at Savvy Shopkeeper. It'll be helpful to me if and when I record the Dallas Market episode, so I make sure I answer that question. Or if there are enough questions, um, I can answer them all in another episode. Okay, so if you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, of course, we'll have America's Mart linked in the show notes, Las Vegas Market linked in the show notes, probably the Circa Hotel, because I did actually really enjoy my stay there. And I think that's important. Um, I think there's this perception that staying in the old downtown area of Las Vegas, it, it isn't appealing to most people, but Maureen and I really enjoyed it. I would hands down stay at the Circa again. And I think that's important to talk. I never felt 
unsafe, although we mostly stayed in the hotel and then just took the shuttle to the market. Um, But we really, really enjoyed it. The service was good. The hotel room was nice. And I have to say that this particular hotel, uh, it was a, a former hotel that they tore down maybe in 2020 and then rebuilt it. So it's all new. Good ventilation too, which I think is important. So again, I hope you find these episodes helpful. So let me say this one more time. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 158. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 158. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up. 